Welcome to Holy Hope, a St. Matthew podcast. On today's episode, Father Darren Bulky speaks with Pam Poe about prayer. We're here for Holy Hope. We're talking about prayer today. I'm joined by Pam Poe. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Yeah. How long have you been at St. Matthew's? When did you arrive? I have been at St. Matthew's for about a year and a half. Uh, I participated in RCIA as a candidate in 2022-23, so at the Easter Vigil of 23, I was confirmed in the Catholic Church. Very exciting. And then you would have received your first Holy Communion for the yes. very first time. That's yes. exciting. So, welcome. Thank you. In the in the podcast sense, but also welcome in that whole church sense. It's really good to have you. Um, as we talk about prayer today, um, we think about just the very basics, probably one of the first things you would have discussed in our CIA, that Prayer in the Catholic Church starts with the sign of the cross. Yes. Um, so I thought we could start with the prayer just that way. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, amen. St. Matthew, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Obviously, if you came through RCIA, you probably had a little less of a foundation of Catholics. So um, how did you first learn to pray? Well, in the denominations that I was raised in, in the Protestant faith, Mm -hmm. um, prayer was um, taught in a variety of ways. Okay. And uh, there was personal prayer. um, And for that, we were taught with um, praise, uh, repentance, Thanksgiving and intercession. Sure. Um, which I know is a little bit different in the Catholic phase where uh, I learned, recently learned the acronym ACTS. And so, um, but also too, I think a lot of our prayer um, that I participated in as a Protestant was in uh, group prayers and pre- prayers led by the ministers. Sure. Um, praying in Sunday school class. Sunday school class always began and ended with prayers. Uh, where we were praying um, for our Sunday school class members, uh, family. Um, so just, uh, and then also participated in um, prayer work groups um, and led a prayer work group session. Wonderful. So as you were getting that early foundation, I think, you know, it probably took some time to develop in your life and realize that you wanted to learn more about the Catholic faith. What were the things that were really satisfied by that prayer? Where you where you walked away from prayer and said, that that was really good, I needed that. What were some of the things that, that stood out to you as very positive? Um, I think just the um, time with um, going to prayer and praying for um, our families, uh, for me, knowing that people were praying for us, mm-hmm. um, and seeing the power of prayer. Um, in a community that is is praying for you. Very much on purpose. Right. Um, Where um, I had a, when I was a young baby, um, I was critically ill, and the preacher, the minister at our church, uh, prayed for us, came and and prayed um, at my bedside. But the thing that is very special to me about that prayer is that, I didn't, of course, didn't know it at the time, 
but he was the grandfather of my husband. Hmm. And so to know that before my husband and I even met, that his grandfather had prayed for me as a child, yeah. um, it's just took a lot away. You know, it took a lot from that. Um, and just seeing the miracle of prayer. Absolutely. Really rich and family experience of prayer is yes. what you're describing here. What left you still hungry? Why did you um, want to go deeper with prayer? I think just learning to establish a deeper relationship with God um, and learning more how to meditate in prayer, mm-hmm. um, how to um, use scripture in prayer uh, so I understand scripture better. Yeah. So those are the few of the things. Yeah, and you did mention a really helpful acronym, but I think would be helpful for the listeners just to go back through. You said ACTS. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong on any of these. I'd, I'd love to be coached. A for adoration, yes. um, so praising and adoring God. C for contrition, yes. so asking his forgiveness for our sin and our shortcomings. T for thanksgiving, um, as far as... Um, yeah, really giving a return for the gifts that he bestows. And then S is that can be supplication. Yes. And that's sort of those intercessory prayers, right? Asking, please, please help me to know the way to go on this or, or you know, show me how you want me to help, these yeah. sorts of things. And, okay. and asking our petitions for ourselves. Absolutely. But always last. Right. So probably the, the more formal aspect of the church that you would find is what we would call liturgical prayer. Because the Catholic Church, of course, is very structured in, as far as what we encounter, especially when we come to Mass. Like I said at the beginning, it always begins and ends with the sign of the cross. Um, the blessing is in that sign of the cross. And so we always, it's like parentheses. They sort of fit, everything of the Mass fits inside of those, um, those cross formats. Um, what was something that, that really struck you when you started coming to Mass and observing that and, and seeing that, that prayer? Uh, I think that is one thing that um, brought me to the Catholic Church. Um, so uh, during COVID, when churches in St. Matthew's Parish were live streaming their services, right. um, that allowed me to see what a Catholic Mass was like, sure. although I didn't understand the structure or the reasoning behind why right. certain things were done. Um, but just the richness um, in the prayers that were given, um, the prayers that were said, um, the sign of the cross, um, and um, just a deep reverence I found when I watched that. It's a good, um, a good way to show the approachability, too, because what an interesting time the world was in. And then that tells me right away that you were seeking to try to go deeper with God, and, and you were curious about how other people were praying yes. during that time. Um, some people were just seeing which restaurants offered takeout during that time, and you were saying, what can I put into my relationship with God? Uh, so that, that's very telling, right, as far as your spiritual journey. I have some, some words here from St. John Chrysostom, um, who was a bishop several centuries back in our church. He says that prayer is the light of the spirit 
true knowledge of God mediating between God and man. So it's sort of the connection mm-hmm. that we experience with God. And I love how he says this. Prayer stands before God as an honored ambassador. Like God is our king as he's waiting. And when those words of prayer reach him, it's a very, very known encounter and a very, very important moment for God that he waits for our prayers as one would expect that dignitary, mm-hmm. um, that, that special guest. And I think, I think that encourages me a lot in prayer to think as I'm with the people at Mass, as I'm praying as that priest, um, at the head of the community and in the context of the Mass, that God's waiting to hear what we're going to say. He's actually, he's keenly attentive to our prayers. But another thing that has encouraged me as well is that God is meeting me where I am right now. Sure. And um, one of the things that I've read and um, and studying more about prayer is that God thirsts for our prayer. He thirsts mm-hmm. for the relationship, for us to have a stronger relationship with Him. And but it is just so um, reassuring to me that. God knows what my prayer life is like now, and God is just waiting for me to come. He is, he yeah. is here. Um, and so that is very reassuring that it's not perfect. Um, it has a long way to go. Absolutely. Um, but that, um, but God just wants that relationship with me. Sure. And that's a, a mutual investment. We have to give, and God gives himself, and that back and forth. Like any relationship, it takes time. Right. It takes practice. There's listening and talking, and that's a really, really great dimension to turn to. Probably as you were coming through RCIA, you would have talked about the catechism. Yes. And a lot of priests I know will describe how the catechism is broken into four major segments. And the last one is on prayer. And a lot of the priests I know will recommend, if you're just looking at the Catholic faith, start at the end. Yes. Learn how to pray. And the church takes as her model for all of prayer what the Lord himself gave us, what we would call the Lord's Prayer, um, the Our Father, um, just taken from its first two words, um, as, as just a sure guide and model to help us to know how to do all those things you mentioned, to adore, to express contrition, to give thanks, and to supplicate and ask good things from God. Um, how has your relationship with the Lord's Prayer grown through your life, especially as you've entered the Catholic Church? Um, one of the things that um, I have noticed is that um, in Mass, I am more, um, I feel like I am more connected to the Lord's Prayer because I feel like in Mass, that is where. I do my deepest praying, Mm. Um, and especially after receiving the Eucharist. And so it has taken on a new meaning for me in that that aspect um, because even with people going up to receive the Eucharist and the choir praying and singing in the background, um, I just find myself that I can lose myself completely in prayer then. Mm. That's, that's a precious opportunity because it's not just conversation with the Lord, but you actually contain him. You become a tabernacle mm-hmm. 
holding his physical presence. And that's, of course, the highest form of prayer, right? To be united with God, not just a conversation, but actually included within his very life. Um, What a beautiful reflection. As we go through Lent, a lot of people are going to be wondering, can I pray more? Or should I do this one? Or here's something I've never tried before. Do you have any real simple tips about things that helped you know if a prayer is working or not working in your life? Um, as a new Catholic who is experiencing Lent for the first time as a Catholic, right? Um, I actually found something that you said in a previous episode very helpful. Oh, wow. That um, as we go through Lent, there is a big buffet table of things to choose Hmm. um, that we can do. So um, for me, prayer um, is going to be the priority with that. Um, And then looking at other offerings that are offered during Lent that help to um, increase my prayer time, uh, but also strengthen my prayer time, um, such as adoration and... Um, you know, coming to Mass on Ash Wednesday and receiving the ashes. Um, so just um, and participating in the studies um, that the church is offering on Lent, the Made in Heaven. Um, so just looking at everything that's available and seeing it through the eyes of a new Catholic and using that to help me grow spiritually. Wonderful. There you go. One bite at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you also for the commercial for adoration, which is <laughs> Offered every Friday at the parish, beginning at the conclusion of the 9 a.m. Mass and then continuing all through the day until 9 p.m. in uh, the small chapel um, around the left side of the church. That would be the east side of the campus. Um, But a really wonderful and intimate way to encounter the Lord and just sort of pause the day and connect with him. So thank you for mentioning that and just for your your thoughtfulness as you prepare for Lent. So I wish you a very holy one and... uh, Welcome to the team. Thank you. Um, the, Lent, the Lenten campaign continues, and uh, really, really glad that you're with us this year. Why don't we just finish with the Lord's Prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ma'am, thanks for your time and your insights. Thank you, Father. All right, that does it for this time on Holy Hope.